Lord, we come to you now. This is actually a really small portion of a very long day. Lord, but we want to dedicate this time to learning more about you. So Lord, we ask as we read your words, your Bible, that it changes our hearts and minds. Lord, I believe that your word is powerful and that it makes a difference in people's lives. And so I ask, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would just speak to us, that you would cause us to ask questions, to wrestle, Lord, to find out what this story about Paul and Silas means for us in our lives. Be with us now, Lord. Teach us. We thank you. We love you. And we worship you alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so there's a story in Acts that I absolutely love. So this is actually going to be um, Acts chapter 16, part 1. Um, I'm going to read Acts 16, verses 16 through 34. Um, it is a story uh, that Paul and Silas went through. And there's so many points about the story that I really want to bring out and encourage you with. But I try to keep these podcasts, you know, eight to 15 minutes, which I know is a really weird, broad range, but I just don't want to take up too much of your time with my own talking. I would rather throw an idea out there, um, throw out a Bible verse, and then you have time in your day to read it yourself or to study it or think about it. Um, and, and you ask the Lord what this story means in your life. Uh, so I try to keep these kind of small small or short. (laughs) All right, so let's get started. Acts chapter 16, verses 16 through 34. Once when we were going to a place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the Spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, They seized Paul and Silas and dragged them to the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrate and said, These men are Jews and they are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they'd been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we are all here. 
The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell, trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to the others in the house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. All right, I love this story. And I really want to talk about so many details in the story. But for this podcast, I'm going to talk about two things. And the first one is right at the beginning of this story. Um, it is actually in the first verse that we read, chapter 16, um, where Paul and Silas were headed to a place of prayer. And I just want to encourage us today to let us always be starting on a place of prayer with the path that we're on. They were headed to a place of prayer day after day, the Bible says, and this woman was taunting them. Don't you know that every day there will be someone, something taunting you from your enemy? Our enemy is not flesh and blood, right? The Bible says that. I mean, in this story, the enemy used a woman's slave, but Paul said to the spirit in her, be gone, right? So I'm not talking, I mean, when we talk about your enemy taunting you, I don't even really want you to put a face on it because it's not the people. It is the enemy fighting against you every day to get your eyes off the Lord. And that's why we have to start in a place of prayer. Now, am I saying Specifically, you need to wake up every morning at blank time. You need to get up. You need to get your Bible. You need to get in a prayer closet and you need to spend an hour every day. I don't know. Not necessarily. Not everybody's like that, right? God created us all differently and unique. And so that's not what starting a day out in prayer looks like for everybody. If it is, that's awesome. Um, But let me talk about just a couple of other ways that you might want to start your day off at prayer. Um, Prayer is just talking to God, right? Not every prayer is a production. So I'm talking about maybe as your alarm goes off, you're saying, Lord, I'm going to need you today. Uh, Maybe as you're making your cup of coffee, you're just thanking the Lord for his provision in your life. Uh, Maybe as you're fighting with your children in the morning to get ready for school, in your head you just thank the Holy Spirit that He lives in you and can guide your words and your actions. Uh, Maybe you're in the car on the way to work or on the way to, to school or on the way to somewhere and you just sing a little song of praise to the Lord. You don't have to have a good voice. Singing is a prayer to the Lord. Or maybe you just tell the Lord uh, in the car what your hopes are for the day, what you hope will happen, and then just let him know that that you're going to submit to whatever his will is for your your life in that day. 
Um, Like I said, not every prayer is a production, but we should all just try to get in the habit um, through obedience and and reminders from the Holy Spirit um, that we need to talk to God first thing in our days. Uh, Because friends, I know you know the enemy is real and he will every day taunt you with something. That's his job. That's what he plans on doing every day. He plans on that every day. He is calculated in taunting you every day. So we, as followers of Christ, need to be calculated in in prayer first, talking to God first, before the taunts even come our way. So I just want to encourage you to do that every day. Put prayer first. Just talking to God. It's not a production. If it can be first thing for you in the morning, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. But it, but it doesn't have to be, okay? It's just talking with God first thing every day. All right, so that's the first point I want to encourage you with. Let's start out in a place of prayer every day. All right, the second thing I want to talk to you about today um, is... There is going to be days, times, situations when you feel publicly stripped and beaten like Paul and Silas were. Um, I'm guessing this happens a lot if you are following God and if you have strong convictions um, in what you feel like the Lord has given you a passion for, what he's, what he's asked you to talk about, um, you are going to feel publicly stripped and beaten. And I want you to know that doing good does not protect us from harm or pain. Paul and Silas were doing amazing things for the kingdom at this time, but it didn't protect them from being stripped and severely beaten. In fact, I want to say that if you are getting in the way of Satan's work here on earth, you're going to have all sorts of enemies coming out. Okay? But I don't want you to despair because that's not the end of the story for you. Being publicly stripped and beaten is just another way for you to bring glory to God's kingdom. And I know it doesn't feel like that. I know that it hurts. I know that it can be isolating, embarrassing. There are a lot of human emotions that come with being physically stripped and beaten. But I'm asking you right now, when you feel like that, to remember this story in Acts 16 and and know that this moment that you feel this, these emotions, this physical hurt, that that's not the end of the story. And what Satan wanted to use for bad, the Lord turned to good. And he will do that in your life too. I promise you that. I promise you that if you give that pain, you give um, the, the taunting, the beating, the publicly embarrassed, if you give that to the Lord and say, use it for your kingdom, there will be victory in your story too. So friends, again, I just want to encourage you today to start off in a place of prayer. And the second thing I want to encourage you with in this story is if you are following God, you have strong convictions, 
You have strong actions for his kingdom. There will be many times where you are uh, laid out publicly and it's going to hurt. It's going to, um, there's going to be emotions of sadness and, and pain, but God is with you and he will use it for his kingdom if you give this to him. So when I come back with the next podcast um, of Acts chapter 16, I'm going to talk about some of those victories um, that the Lord will have in your story. Uh, but if you're curious about it before I get my next podcast recorded, which is possible, I hope it is, think about some of that. Read Acts chapter 16 and, uh, and rejoice in what God has for your story. All right. I hope you guys have a great day, um, a hard, maybe a hard day, but a day that depends on the Lord. Thanks so much for listening. Are you looking for someone to speak at an event or share God's word at an upcoming company devotional? I would love the opportunity to talk to you about this. Please visit my website at ericarobinson.com or send me an email at hello at ericarobinson.com. I look forward to speaking with you.